Come on. All right. What's going on, kid folks? Yes, sir. It's your country cousin, Yoni. We're back. Episode two of season two. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for everybody that's continuing to support uh, my podcast, liking and sharing, doing everything that you do. I sure appreciate it. You ain't have to do it, but you did. And uh, shout out to my last guest for episode one of season two, Miss Jillian Smart. Thank you for helping me kick that off. And um, like I said, if you're watching this right now, I do apologize. We were supposed to be going live um, so we can interact with the audience and things like that. But I am a criminal. I'm in Facebook jail uh, because I speak my mind and Mark Zuckerberg don't like it. So shout out to Mark Zuckerberg and the staff at Facebook. Y'all some lames, man. Um, <laughs> But nevertheless, we're going to keep the show rolling. And um, I always try to bring y'all quality guests, quality content. And today is no different. We have another beautiful queen in the building with us. This young lady is an artist, a designer, a creator, a visionary. She's dedicated to making your visions come to life. And she is the owner of Pixels and Paint, LLC. I'm sure you see her work all around town, all around the city. I'm sure you see the Jackson Icon mural downtown. Uh, yeah, that's her. And I have her with me today. Uh, so we're going to find out a little bit more about her. Uh, you know, what inspired this passion for art and uh, something we definitely need uh, to document not only our personal journeys, but history in itself. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city. Miss Sean Perryman. How you doing, Queen? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I can't complain. I'm blessed and above ground. Thank you for joining the city. Me and my kid, hey, folks. I've been trying to get with you for a minute, and uh, I finally had the opportunity to reach out to you, and I'm glad you accepted. Um, a lot of people don't know I keep up with them, even though I may not reach out to them directly, but I'm always watching to see what's going on. So uh, I'm glad you joined me. I just want to find out a little more about you so my audience can know more about you, and we can send more clients your way. You dig that? Yeah, I appreciate uh, Are you originally from Jackson, Mississippi? No, I am from Fayette, Mississippi. Fayette, so hey, that's up north. Southwest. It's, Southwest. it's between Natchez and Port Gibson or Natchez and Vicksburg. Okay. What's out there? <laughs> Y'all got a Walmart? No. <laughs> oh. It's no, real small, it's, it's my house, so it's nothing out there but the people. That's, that's about it. Oh, <laughs> we have a grocery store, a couple dollar stores, you know. <laughs> well, that's all you need out there. Yeah. Did you, uh, you, uh, where did you attend college? I went to Jackson State, so that's how I ended up connected to Jackson. Um, I went to Jackson State 2007 to 11. The I love. What's the, what was your major? It was graphic design with the introduction in fine arts. Yeah. Okay. Figured that. And, and do you remember what age you were when you realized you had a passion for art, drawing, no, I have no idea. I think I've been doing it since I've been able to hold a pencil or make a form of shape or just something because all my earliest memories are of me with a, a pen or well, a, a pencil. My mom didn't let me have a pen. Uh, <laughs> crayons or markers or something drawn on church programs or I had my own coloring book or notebook or something. So, yeah, I have no idea. I've been doing it. I have memories as early as three. Did you start out with uh, drawing stick figures or you came out the womb drawing like Picasso's? I don't think I don't think I started with stick figures, but I because I remember drawing shoes and all my shoes. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So no, I'm not exactly. I'm, I'm not saying I was just great from the start, but yeah, I at least had um, shirts and pants and things like that. Yeah. Or yeah, I used to draw them. Uh, draw me some fresh Nikes or some. They look like the Bart Simpson shoes. Yeah. Kind of like a down slope heel. But uh, or mine would be really round. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I I had never seen shoes like that, so I don't know why I drew them like that. But yeah, <laughs> I always it's always mind boggling to me. Like, how does the vision transfer from your mind to like paper? It just looks so perfect. Mm-hmm. Is that just your gift? Yeah, because I I really can't explain it. Um, people ask me all these questions all the time, and I'm like, I have no idea. I just do it, and I don't want to sound like a snob, but yeah, <laughs> I just do it. I, I don't have an explanation for it. That's a truly God-given talent, man. Um, and I think a lot of the frustration in life, I know speaking for myself personally, comes from trying to identify your purpose or what you're good mm-hmm. at. And it's just a blessing that you discovered it so early. Um, when did you decide to, like, when did you say, all right, this is what I want to do in life. Uh, I can really make a living from this. When did that? Um, so, like I said, I've been drawing and creating things all my life. I started mm-hmm. painting in middle school. And so, being from a small town, I was one of very few people who could actually do it. So, I was busy all the time doing it. Like, oh, paint my birthday banner. Uh, will you paint this for me? Will you paint the, my bulletin board at school? And so, by the time I got to my senior year in high school, I was over it. And I wanted to do something else. I was really good at chemistry. So in my mind, I was going to major in pre-pharmacy at Jackson State. And for some reason, at the very last minute, I just, when I got ready to submit my application, I chose art instead mm-hmm. and went with that. And I'm glad I did because I, I do truly feel like I'm working in purpose. And I don't know that I would feel that if I was a pharmacist. Right, um, right. But um, yeah, so I... That was kind of the start of it. And then I ended up loving my education in Jackson State and being part of the art program. And then I wanted to do more with that. So I went on to Savannah College of Art and Design to get my master's. That's um, in Georgia? Yeah, Savannah, okay. Georgia. And so, uh, yeah, it just kind of kept building from there. It's, it hasn't necessarily been a plan of mine. I just, I'm a person who, um, I figured out early on and when I make plans, they typically don't go my way. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm a, everything that I've done or every experience I've done as it relates to art or using my gift has literally, I want to just say fallen in my lap. Like it's come easy because I've worked really hard, but mm-hmm. God has just kind of directed my path. So like every job I've had, it was presented to me or, you know, like I didn't wow. know it existed or something like that. And so, yeah, I've just kind of allowed God to use me as I try to be obedient and use my gift. Yeah. That's a blessing, man. Uh how do you how do you put a valuation on each project that you do? Like how do you put a price on it? Um do you have a gallery where you sell um just like paintings of all kind or is everything custom made uh, by request? Okay, so Everything is made to order. Um, my my full time profession is graphic design, so painting is just kind of like my my piece 
like right. where yeah so it's right. what i come home and do but i also do freelance design but um it's really hard to price i'm really bad at underselling myself <laughs> um, mm. i I'm want really you to get bad. right now don't understand <laughs> I yourself I, i'm really bad at it um because most of my work is based in community work or trying to help somebody so it mm. I, I struggle with the the back and forth of that but um yeah, it's based on how many hours it takes me, how much thought did I have to put into it? Because this is, you know, an intellectual property, basically. Um, right, like, right, right. how hard did I have to work for this? Um, how is it going to be used after this? You know, I have to consider all those things when I'm building a price out. How do you handle, uh, when you mention intellectual property, how do you handle where your work is posted or presented? Uh, even when you sell it, do you retain rights? No, when I okay. sell it, you know, it's, it's yours. It'll be different if I was making prints, because that's the thing. Every I make to order, and I try to make every, specifically when painting, um, I try to make everything custom for the individual so they feel like they have something special and it's unique to them. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. I don't make copies or prints of most of what I do and the things that I will reproduce are my own sort of um, signature pieces. Gotcha. Gotcha. And at this point in time, uh, which you've been doing it for so long, uh, do you still have to go after clientele and market to people or are you getting more requests these days? I'm getting a lot more requests these days. I figured you would. Yeah. yeah, I was already getting them, but then, and I guess I didn't consider this part, but when I did the mural, it was just like, whew, okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> let, let me take a break before I post anything else, because every time I post something, I'll get a request for a project, and, and the one thing I really hate doing is making people wait a really long mm. time, but sometimes it's just how it happens, because it's just me. Right. Um, so it's my, my literal physical being and I have to make do with the time, the 24 hours that I have, you know, word, word, word. And speaking of the mural, uh, the Jackson icons mural downtown, Mm -hmm. what inspired that? What made you choose those individuals? So I did it through my full-time job, which is visit Jackson. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I, interview for the position one of the things that i specifically that me and my boss talked about were that um i wanted to create public art because part of my my job part of the charge was to make jackson attractive to tours right and to build local morale and so one of the things i'm a daydreamer so I'm, i could just be <laughs> driving down the street and see a bridge like ooh, that'll be nice for a mural or mm. this patch of grass would be nice for a sculpture. And so there are always things just in my head that I'm like, uh, maybe I'll implement it. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And so when this opportunity came up, that's one of the very first things I mentioned that I wanted to be able to implement my art. Cause this, this isn't a traditional graphic design role. I'm able to create pretty much anything I want to create. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, um, what, that was one of the, the things that I want when taking the job and so I designed it way back in September October something like that Hmm. and um what we ended up doing was just sitting down and really thinking through the pillars of what Jackson is really known for so there's music civil rights 
mm -hmm. uh, food, yes. <laughs> um, literature, and why am I drawing a blank? Oh, performance arts. Mm -hmm. And so we couldn't think of one person that would just be easily visible for food. Um, and it's just so much of it. You know, we could right. put some Big Apple in. We could do yeah. a lot of different people. Um, so food was harder to nail down. And civil rights, naturally, we landed on Mayor Evers. Um, mm -hmm. And like I said, we went back and forth with a couple people in the office about who would make for a good feature. And I think we had the hardest time with music because we had so many. But we ended up with David Banner because he represents a totally different audience. Like he's not your traditional blues singer because um, we have a ton of those. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and he represents a younger audience, just like a totally different demographic from Eudora Welty or Megra Evers or Thalia Mara. And so we wanted to make sure that we chose a diverse enough group of people that enough people in Jackson would feel like a part of themselves was memorialized. I think y'all nailed it. Um, I want to talk about Visit Jackson, but before I get into that, do you collaborate with other artists? I have not, but I am totally open to it. And it's it's mostly because I've kind of flown under the radar, just kind mm -hmm. of I'm not a big part of any, you know, art communities or really, I guess, a stereotypical artist. Um I just like Y'all shy, quiet. No. Um I don't think I am. I I, I just kind of run in small circles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of reserved in that regard. Like yeah. I I'll I'll show my personality to my people. Um, but yeah, it's for no particular reason, nothing against like being a part of a larger community. It's just, I've been stretched out to different, like I like to have my hands on a lot of things. I like to do a lot of things. So it's rare that I'm stationary enough to be a, a part of something. But I'm 100% open to it. Um, yeah, I was in my mind, I was flying under the radar um, and then there's the mural. So boom, that went away. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, the reason I asked is because I was wondering if you knew who did the, the crit mural, the mural. Um, his, he goes by Birdcat, but I've never actually met him. He's not from here? I don't think so. Okay. I think he might be from the coast, but don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, he did a great job. So I would definitely wouldn't mind working with him. That's just amazing to me. I just try to put myself in your shoes. If I was drawing that icons mural, I think it'd probably be like this small. Like the way you, <laughs> <laughs> how you just get everything down to the exact measurements and how to cover the entire wall. And, um, like I measured the wall. <laughs> what? And then, yeah. So I literally, um, at the old Capitol Inn, they let me on the roof and we had a, um, I don't know what you call it. It's, it's kind of like a rope mm. measure. So I literally just dropped it down to my coworker to measure the height. And then we, we measured the width and everything. And I just put those dimensions on my computer, designed it on my computer. When it was time to produce it, I projected it mm. and traced it out. Yep. And you, um, dang, I drew a blank. Um, hell, I don't know. I was about to add something in reference to the mural, um, but I'm sure it'll come back to me. Now, Visit Jackson, you guys recently won an award. 
What was that about? Yo, what's going on, me then? No, I'm not. <laughs> I visited okay, so, the website. I couldn't remember the name of the award, but we do. Okay, so we do a bunch of different things. That's the only reason why I asked. Um, okay. and and I honestly don't know what they all are because we have a sales team, we have a marketing team, mm. and then we have administration and the executive team. So. Most of our awards are submitted through marketing, but we have our hands in so many things because tourism is, is just a beast. Um, you know, we have print advertising, we have web, we have videos, we have a podcast. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just like a lot of different things. So that's why I was like, I have no idea which one you're talking about. Uh, I thought you were trying to flex. No. <laughs> I'm I'm going to bring it out to you one day, just how you flex one time. I, I If I do it, it is in jest, and it is going to be said in the most sarcastic, <laughs> understated way. That it might take a minute for you to notice that I did. Right. I feel you. <laughs> now, Pixels and Paint, LLC, mm -hmm. you're the owner of that. How long have you been operating Pixels and Paint? Uh, two years. Um, I just, I took a big break from painting. Um I want to say after college, I took a big break and just really focused on design. And for a while, when I came back to Jackson, I was teaching at Jackson State. Mm -hmm. So I really focused on the design part and I ended up needing to get back into painting. Like I, I, I yearned for it. kind mm -hmm. of. So um, I just wanted to make my freelance official. So I gave it a name, basically, because I've been doing freelance since I was at Jackson State. Uh, both painting and design. And so I just came back to my freelance after taking a bit of a break and mm -hmm. wanted to give it, be, being in a more official capacity. I dig it. Do you have any uh, business partners? No, it's just a little low yeah. me. <laughs> See, that's motivation for me. Maybe I can stop complaining all the time and just get the work done. Yeah, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. Just, just one project at a time. Yeah, but then I had to do social media. Then I had to do emails. Then I had to follow up with comments. Then I had to check my messages. Like, come I on, totally man. get it. So what thrust me into it was, um, like, I thought about it. And I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. It's no different from me doing my freelance. But what pushed me into it was um, a friend of mine, I illustrated a book for And she was doing, like, a pop-up at an event in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they needed other vendors. So she gave them my name and they reached out to me and it was like a week out. <laughs> so I'm rushing mm. like, oh, let me find my business name. Let me get yeah. let me get some paintings because I don't pre-make anything. Um, yeah, everything well. is everything is made to order, like I said earlier, because I, I I like for my paintings to have a purpose or for the person I'm giving it to to feel like they had a voice in mm. it. So I don't like to make things ahead of time. So but would you make, which, I'm sorry, would you make it like immediately, like at a, what if you had an expo, like as a vendor and somebody requested? Uh, whew, so that's what it was. It was, it was sort of an, an expo and I had like a week or two to mm -hmm. get real things. <laughs> um, right. And I didn't have any. So I ended up just like staying up all night for a week or just like the whole weekend before just knocking stuff out and I ended up with maybe like eight large paintings, not large, but like, you know, large than paint on the wall. Yeah. Um, like eight 
original paintings. And then I made like a lot of these really small ones mm-hmm. that were pre-painted backgrounds, but then people could choose like, I want this to have a quote. I want this to have my name or whatever. And I can do that on the spot. Or stuff yeah. like that. Um, I don't typically do those <laughs> events <laughs> because it's such a, it's such a hustle. Um, in terms of just like all the work that's required from mm-hmm. it. And I found that people who come to those types of events don't typically want to make large purchases like a painting mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's kind of hard to to manage or to find a balance when you're doing those types of setups. Word, word, word. Uh, Key to the City podcast. We got the Queen Sean Perryman with us. Uh, before I let you go, uh, I just have a few more questions for you. Um, what's the ultimate goal for pixels and paint moving forward? Do you have one? I don't. I just want to see where it takes me. You know, mm. um, I just want to keep creating. Keep like there's no. Oh, I want to have this amount of money in the bank, or I want to retire by right. the end of this. There are just a lot of things I want to do. Like I want to do more murals. I want to have my hand in the community a little bit more. Um, whether that's painting or designing or I don't know, <laughs> interior designer or something. Right. Like there are a lot of things I want to do or that I have interest in. And it could be helping to rehab a house or <laughs> redevelop the community. As long as I'm able to create, I'm, I'm content. And I don't have like any large overarching goals for it. I just want to keep keep doing what I love. Man, see, that's inspiring to me. I'd be overthinking the podcast thing sometime. Uh because I used to try to rap and stuff back in the day, but and I thought that was my passion, but I think um, this still gives me the opportunity to be behind the mic without mm-hmm. having to worry about being a fifty-year-old rapper. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of I feel along the same lines as you that I just want to continue to inspire and put out great content and just get better with everything that I do. So that's inspiring to me, um, and. Uh, there was, I saw, you're not an author, right? No, no. Okay. Did I see your work in a children's book? Yes, I've done a couple of them. How do you collaborate with other entities, other businesses? It's, it's, it's like any other project. They'll reach out to me or, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of business from people who are like, oh, I need a designer to do or I need an illustrator. I need a logo and I'll just get tagged in it. Like most of my business comes from social media right? or just word of mouth from people I've worked with before. Do you feel like you have to graphic design has to be a gift or something that you can learn if you put the time into it? Or you think the gifts keeps you? It's a mixture of both. It's a mixture mm. of both. It's kind of like playing basketball. You know, you can mm. you can practice all day, but if you don't have the height or if you don't have right. the, the innate ability, then it just might not work out. Um, it's the same for design. Like you have to, like you can learn software all day, but you also need to have an eye for it, um, which that can be developed with practice. But you need to have some form of a creative bone to make it mm. work. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. Last question for you. Um, there may be a college student right now who's stressing 
but they want to end up in the same spot as you. They want to do what you're doing. They want to follow in the footsteps of Sean Perryman, the GOAT. <laughs> but they may get discouraged along the way. What advice can you give them to continue their journey and press through? Um, don't expect anything to happen overnight. Just kind of, like I was saying earlier, just ride the wave. Uh, keep working hard. As long as you're working hard, things just kind of fall into place. Mm -hmm. um, but don't expect anything to come easily. Don't expect the software to do the job for you. Don't think because you spent <laughs> so many hundreds on one Adobe software that, that you got it. <laughs> or right. um, because you can hold a paintbrush that is just going to automatically come to you. I, I say first, figure out if your purpose is tied to it. Because mm. you can create doesn't mean that's what you were created for. So if you are working hard for something that you think you want, if it's not in alignment with what you should be doing, you you won't get it. Like you won't enjoy it. Damn so it, Sean. You might get good at it, but if you don't enjoy it, then what's the point? Damn. You know, you just slapped me in my face and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> because what I'm doing now is my passion. Uh, but, you know, as I get older, I, I have a family and, you know, I take care of them and things like that. But I'm always trying to keep up with the world. So lately I've been finding myself like studying real hard for um, <clears throat> like technology certificates like uh, A plus and things like that. I don't have a technical background at all. I can grasp the information, but it's boring. I'm not feeling it. I don't think it's tied to my purpose, but I know they make a lot of money. Um, but what you just said kind of just gut punched me. Yeah, you might be designed to be hungry. You know, it might not be about the money. <laughs> that just sound glamorous, but right. <laughs> But I think I should just put all my energy into this craft that I'm doing here. See yeah. what I can get out of it. Yeah, that's that's what I would tell anybody. Before you like really pour yourself into something, because you'll end up draining yourself. Like depression is real. <laughs> like when you're doing Preach. things that you weren't designed to do, your body will tell you. And yeah, I would tell anybody, make sure you're you're really doing what you were put here to do before mm -hmm. you really commit to it. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, thank you so much, Queen. How can the Kim folks reach out to you? Contact you. Follow um, my Instagram handle is at love, L-O-V-E dot Sean, S-H-O-N. Mm -hmm. And my business handle is at Pixels, P-I-X-E-L-S. P-A-I-N-T-L-L-C. And I am Pixels and Paint LLC on Facebook as well. Y'all go check her out. Go support her. Follow, like, comment, share, spread the word. Keep bringing her business. She's doing great things in the community. Definitely inspiring me. And I'm sure she's inspiring <laughs> others as well. You keep doing your thing, Queen. I'm glad you joined us. I'm proud of you. And uh, we're definitely going to work together in the future. I'm not just BSing. I Thank mean you. that. And, um, Ken, folks, I thank y'all for joining us again for episode two. Tune in tomorrow for episode three. And we're going to get this thing together. I promise I'm going to stay out of trouble and uh, <laughs> so we can live stream. And last but not least, shout out to Mark Zuckerberg and the staff of Facebook, man. Y'all are truly 
some lames. Thank you. Peace <laughs> and love. All right, Queen. Be easy. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs>